episode 667. Susan here. Sarah Louise. <laughs> In the flesh. In the flesh. How are uh, you? I saw a tweet the other day that said, uh, hey, white ladies, uh, what's your middle name and why did your mom choose Marie or Elizabeth? Yeah. <laughs> At least you don't have a common middle name. Whitney. Your yeah. mom was more, you know, creative. She was inspired by she the was. queen. She was inspired by good old Whitney Houston. I swear every single time I do this podcast, a little squirrel comes and joins me. And oh my gosh. Again. It's like every single time. Host. I thought maybe he wouldn't come today because it snowed, but no, he's like the postman. Oh, that's nice. Very consistent. Yeah. Do I'll you name feed him these creatures? Norm. Is that the post? No. What's the what's the Cliff. postman's name? Cliff. I'll name him Cliff. <laughs> what's the postman's name? Cliff. 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 Do I how feed them? No. We're renovating this powder room, and Adam, I told Adam I wanted it to be a com a comedy bathroom, which is not a thing, but is for <laughs> me. Like, where, go on. When I put pictures of like comedians and stuff and like different things, I want I wanted the theme to be comedy, so he secretly ordered this custom wallpaper that's like. I don't know, just like a modern, like colorful print, and then like hid uh, pictures of people from Cheers in no, the <laughs> and How? it's not cute at all, but it makes me laugh. So I don't know if we're gonna keep it or not, but no, keep it. It's hilarious. I'm gonna need to see this. I'm gonna oh, need to see this. I'll definitely send you a picture because he wanted it to be subtle, and it is not. <laughs> Look, I love a novelty head. wallpaper. Do you? Love, 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 love with like I hidden no stuff in it or like something. I love of like a funky wall. The, I would have that all over my place, except I have those stupid textured walls. Ugh. You can't wallpaper. Why do people do that? Why do home builders do know. that? They made whatever. a lot of mistakes. And then, and then they just like kept slapping stuff on. Like, <laughs> I, I have no idea. They made a lot of mistakes in, in the building of uh, old casa. Mistakes were made. Adults. Well, yes. I'll keep you posted on I'm this a renter, comedy so, bathroom. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. Yeah. It's, 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 it's exciting. I mean, come on. And when you, uh, in a bathroom, and or as you put it, powder room, which, by the way, <laughs> can we just like talk about how fancy that sounded? I was like, I'm just going to let this one fly. Wait and then we're going to put a pin in and return to that. But what I know that's it? the right name for it. Oh. But it is so fancy. <laughs> I don't think it is. I It feels A powder room? I think it just implies there I'm like, is it no implies shower. that I have powder, like, to put on my face. <laughs> like, I've, like, that's even fancy for me. Like, wow. it probably has SPF in it, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am a fancy lady, so. Yeah. It, but a novelty right. one is really fun. Eli in his bathroom. No, powder room. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, has a, a, a poster, sort of, like a print. That has all these little teeny tiny circles, and in each circle is some very X-rated, like erotic cartoon or what? like booby pick or like, and I love it. It's, it's very small. Very small. So you don't necessarily realize it. Correct. Until you get closer, and then you're like, "Ooh, boobies!" Oh my god, there's pornography. Totally I comedy pornography bathroom. in our bathroom. Come you to our house. X-rated. Come but at our house. <laughs> no, come in our bathroom. <laughs> wow. That didn't that mean, I didn't mean that to be a joke, but that was. That was. 
Oh my gosh. Do other people yeah. have themed bathrooms aside I from think like so. beach? Oh my God. People love the, the worst. People love, or <laughs> here they have the cottage. It's like the, not cottage, uh, cabin, like log cabin. It's like a lot oh. of plaids. Oh, so I like that. A lot of, yeah. Like, you know, cause they're, you know, the rentals, but anyways, none of this is what I was talking about today. None of it. Today. Um, oh my gosh. But wallpaper, now that I'm thinking of it, cause I love our background. Which yes. can we have like brain candy? Yeah, why wallpaper? don't we have that would be like super fun. Who's gonna buy that though? Probably just us. Yeah. <laughs> right. And at that point, just give me a sharpie and let me just doodle. Yeah, the right. I think we've Who's answered that? our own question. Yes, we did. Okay. <laughs> um, let's talk about some other things. Uh, are you following? Who isn't? Or you can't even help yourself, even if you don't want to. You're following it. What everything that's going on on Twitter? Oh yeah. Six. Yeah. Yeah. This is one of my favorite stories. Tell me why. I love how unprepared Elon Musk was for all of this. So you find it like gratifying to for him to be outed as a complete imbecile. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't find that gratifying? That guy's a dick. Right. He's I aw- mean, he's so awful. He's awful. So, like, it's hilarious when he thinks that he has all the answers for everything. Yeah. Turns out, make a bunch of stocks crash. I mean, if I had to say, like, like he seems to have mistaken good business practice for, like, liberal wokeism. And now he's realizing why certain things were in place and it had nothing to do with progressive politics. It was just like how you protect your um, advertisers and things like that. Like, I don't know how he missed this memo. Hello. And the the idea of the paying for a a blue check is... It lasted one day. The cuckoo craziest thing I've ever heard. In and my then, entire life. For me, even though like if you clicked on the check and it would say whether you were paying or whether you were given it <laughs> because you're notable, it still embarrassed me to have the blue check because I oh, didn't no. want anyone to even think I would ever give that Never. man $8 a month. Never. No. Did, did, did yours remain on there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, did everybody mine? that already had one, yeah, everybody stayed. Oh. And then if you clicked on it, it would say this person is... Verified because they are notable in blah, blah, blah. Oh, my but, goodness. But there is this thing that you can put in the search to find out who that you follow did pay for theirs. What? And it, I unfollowed them right away. I was like, I, I, I goodbye. I don't like you anymore. Re- oh, my. Susie, do, do you want to do, do share? Who, oh, sure. Who I'll send it to you. Because it's oh. cringe, man. There is nothing it, cringier than thinking that you hot. need a blue check. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how did you, do you know, I don't even know how I got mine. I think you MTV got yours... did like a roundup where they were like, Hey, we're, yeah. we're giving you guys all this. And then they did this stupid thing where they said, you have to have MTV in the handle. Can you believe Please. who listened I, to that? I wish I had a, a thing to check on who did that. Yep. And then I, I love that CT was my favorite from the show. CT was like, no, I'm not going to change mine. And then he kept his famous for nothing. And they were yeah. like, you can't do that. He's like, oh, watch me. Yeah. You can not verify. Go ahead. You can. I don't care. It's the exactly. best to have the not give a fuck attitude. Well, right. And that is that can protect you from a lot of stuff. If you do not give a shit, yeah, then you I don't, don't get roped shit. into 
paying $8 a month to Elon Musk for I no goddamn reason. In a million years. And I love all of the people who paid $8 to pretend to be somebody else and then went on there and just tweeted out all the stuff that everybody already yeah, yeah, knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like Coca-Cola is like, sign this petition and we'll put cocaine back. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I didn't see was, that one. <laughs> that was so good. But, oh, man, I would have paid $8 to go on uh, uh, a few. His... Like, um. His, like, fans, I guess you'd call them, these, like, white guys that, like, idolize They should Elon. be called musketeers, but they're not smart enough to think of that name. <laughs> they are so, um, it's, like, the sycophants, uh, they nauseate me. Because I did a tweet a couple of days ago that said, I don't know, maybe we should stop calling men geniuses when, just because they're rich. Yeah. I didn't say anybody's name. Yeah. I didn't tag anyone. <sighs> I mean, his. it took a day or two, but his followers find this shit, and then they're like, maybe we should stop calling you attractive because you have fake tits. What? Elon Musk's <laughs> followers did that? Like, yeah. they're... What? The and musketeers like, are coming after you? Yeah, and I'm like, don't worry. Nobody's calling me attractive, so... I mean, what is... I am. Yeah, besides <laughs> Sarah. Dreamboat. But it's just such a silly... They're just... Why are you on his side, sir, that lives in his mom's basement? There, It is that idea that, like... Because it's the nerd. It's the nerd thing. It's like they love the idea that one of their somebody, own yes, yeah. can make it and then like, I don't know. Have, it's embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, God. He's I'll the tell worst. you what's not embarrassing, oh. and that is getting a Trumi phone for one of your loved ones. This is how you protect your children from garbage on the yes. internet. Yes. Like probably Elon Musk and other yes. things. Because as I just demonstrated, online life is not for the faint of heart. It is no. a jungle in there. And yeah. I do not want my child being exposed to it. And But yet I don't want to deprive him of what has become essential, which is the ability to be online. And so Trumi phones are such a great solution. We love um, their, I guess he's in marketing dad, modern dad on Instagram. Yeah. And he's the one that introduced Trumi to us. And they're all they're cracked up to be because all the apps on there are vetted. They're safe. They're, you don't have to worry about what your kid is discovering or doing. <laughs> like looking up Sarah's wallpaper, for instance, <laughs> like that would not be allowed. We got to protect the children and they're safe and affordable phones that give you that peace of mind that you crave. Um, and they have tons of apps and stuff. The kids love it. There's so much to do. Um, they're easy to set up. And then there's like a parent portal where you get to decide what's cooking and like when they can use it and when they can access things and what they can access. So they gave us a deal for our listeners, which is so nice. Um, if you go to trumi.com slash brain candy, and that's spelled T-R-O-O-M-I, dot com slash brain candy you can use our code candy for 75 dollars off the purchase of any trumi device and these things are like indestructible they're awesome so that's trumi.com slash brain candy use code candy for 75 dollars off the purchase of any trumi device yeah man yeah man you safe 
Like, exactly. Yes. Um, also, other guys who are doing insane things right now. How many kids is Nick Cannon going to have? I mean. Honestly, you should just go through my tweets. Mine went like BuzzFeed picked my tweet up. Really? Yeah. What did you say? Sus? I said, how about you let me know when Nick Cannon is not expecting a baby? <laughs> and then it really was more about the fact that the press keeps covering it. Right. Like, I, I, stop giving him attention for it. It's really gross. Which is you, what you we're can doing. really now. see that he is, I know, he's a narcissist. And, but like, you told us that when he was at like six or seven. Yes, I did. And I, I just love being right. Know, <laughs> yeah. I love and it. It's like my favorite thing. Boy, are you ever. But like, <laughs> the more children that come, what does it do? Do we add any diagnoses? Because it's got to no, be more than thing. just narcissism. I don't know. It's the same thing that whatever those and those doctors who inseminate the women, you know, the fertility doctor who has like a thousand bajillion kids. But it seems like it just started all of a sudden. Like he just had those two with that Mariah Carey and then maybe one. No, I think he had other ones. Oh, you see, this has been a, a steady growth. I have no idea. It just feels like an explosion of babies. I saw something that he has to pay like $3 million a year in child support. How does he have that much? I don't know. What is he even on? Nick Cannon wilding out. <laughs> on MTV. Is that still on? I think so. They should cancel it. <laughs> this is who cancel culture needs what to come for. What if they can't? Because Nick Cannon is also a producer and he's like, I have mouths to this feed. And they require silver spoons. Okay. So we diagnosed him. You did. And I agree. How, what do you diagnose these women with? Just low IQ? Seuss. What? I can't just go around diagnosing. For fun. Just Not as a professional, pregnant. as a right, podcaster. Right, right, right. Uh, I you know, I, like, I don't know. I, I think just like. Just dum-dums. Like, there's got to be a little bit of, of that same narcissism in there, too. Because it like makes them feel special. Be, yeah. I don't know. There's no, that's, there's no diagnosis for just like wanting to chase the spotlight, I think. There are yeah, elements of, of narcissism, but yeah. You know, Ugh. I don't know. Honestly, Same I don't know which is like, worse. I, there's a, there's a part of me that thinks like, can you're, it's like, you're using what you got. Yeah, that's true because they really, they do gain something from it. Whereas yeah. what does he get out of this deal? You know, like, right. What does he get out of this deal? Except self-satisfaction. And it's really gross. Did you see so that anyways. meme of like Nat Geo? Yeah, put out? <laughs> so it's so good. Say it, say it. Just like uh, they they said what human beings will look like in like 2050, and they're all Nick Cannon with like different haircuts and stuff. Yep, yep. Oh, like really diverse, but all Nick Cannon's face, which is really but like funny. I'm genuinely mad about it. I don't know why. Yeah, um, but I have something that'll make you happy. Okay, that is about kids, and I um, hope that maybe some of Nick Cannon's children are going on to do even a quarter of the things that these amazing kids are doing. Seuss, this yes. is the coolest thing. First of all, uh, 
talk about dum-dums. I feel like a dum-dum when I read all of the amazing inventions that these young scientists came up with. 3M holds a yearly contest called the oh, Young Scientist fun. Lab. I had so much fun looking through the archives of this and yeah. looking at how many cool things were invented. These kids are so fucking smart. First of all, shout out to all the 2022 finalists. There were 10 of them, and of the 10, eight were women. No, I love this. They are so young. So the winner is so badass. She invented, her name's Leanne Fan, and she invented something that she calls the Feinstein headphone. And it is headphones that use uh, ultraviolet or ultra... Some I'll look at what the actual thing is, but like ultra, I think ultraviolet light to combat ear infections. No. Yes. She created this headphone that when you put it on, why is my computer frozen? Not let me click on this. There we go. Um, so when you put it on and it uses this light that we've known for a long time to fight bacteria and kill like yeah things that are in the ear mm-hmm. and she came up with something that's super, super low cost. It treats mid-ear infections. Oh, blue light therapy. Yeah. And it they could use pretend- that for like um, acne on your face and stuff. Yeah. And she yeah. Like, took this simple technique or simple like, you know, previously used invention yeah. that was created by somebody called Finstein, F-I-N-S. Okay. Finsen, F-I-N-S-E-N. I added a T in there. Finson. So he won a Nobel Prize in physiology in 1903 for this work, this phototherapy work on smallpox. It helped reduce like the pustules, which is the grossest word in the whole entire world, Um, (laughs) like pockmarks on people's bodies from smallpox with this kind of treatment. And she applied the same kind of treatment to headphones that use also some sort of uh, learning technology. And I don't know which... Like, it didn't talk about in her little video about what this does. But I imagine, like, to, how to d- direct the light and how much to use, things like that. And so you just put the head... And they look like big, huge headphones, kind of like we're wearing right now. And they have the blue light technology in there. And it just sends the light into the ear. And it helps to... Like, 60% of hearing loss is from ear infections, it said. Hmm. So she could help so many people that is amazing isn't that super cool yes very impressive this this she said prevent potentially prevents up to 60 percent of hearing loss in children my gosh yeah and this girl is like what five 14 years old 14 yeah from san diego california leanne fan i mean i was just like putting posters up in my bedroom do you did you do a science fair project i did what'd you, you do yeah what was yours i bet what was, was yours i asked you first uh, mine was a hurricane simulator well that's very good yeah i won first prize what blue Susie? ribbon blue ribbon right oh, here I, baby i think we remember this yes yeah. blue ribbon <laughs> science award winner thank you thank you what was yours though uh, mine was so dumb. No. It was, it was, it was, I was phoning it in and I was like, there's this, uh, we already know the answers. Do dogs prefer any color ball over? 
I love that. What's the answer? No, it just oh. like, there are too many variables. Oh, and like, are they colorblind or something? Probably. <laughs> It was loosey goosey. Like, like I wasn't winning any awards. I love yours so much. I just wanted to like somehow involve color theory in there. I just oh, that makes sense because you're very passionate. Yeah, because like maybe they like a red ball because you could see it better, or a blue ball. I don't fucking know. Oh my gosh, darn it! Not as good as a hurricane simulator. Listen, well, let's be honest. I was riding the coattails of my best friend Leah, who is way smarter and way more disciplined than I am. But it was like so great to be on it was like when you're in a group project and oh you did it as a pair and she like oh that's really cool yeah she actually you know is smart and capable and i was like just silly (laughs) but i loved that blue ribbon man i was psyched out of my mind heck yeah do you still have that (laughs) no i should no peg are you kidding me no she used it to make a new trump flag um oh, stop being hilarious. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, but another thing that Peg would would probably not care about, but I do, is Julie, which is a um this is so good. Emergency contraception that we are so happy to be partnering with. <clears throat> Excuse me. Julie stops your body from releasing an egg. It uses the same active ingredient as plan B. So it prevents or delays your ovulation, so there's no egg, and therefore no fertilization, and therefore no pregnancy, and no risk to fer- future fertility. So we want to encourage you guys to uh, use Julie, and they have a really cool um, setup where you can get advice from medical professionals. So you're not just like, "What do I do? I don't know." Like you're not alone, and they can help sort everything out for you. It's legal in all 50 states. Uh, You don't need an ID, a prescription, or a credit card to get it. You can go to juliecare.co to learn more or find Julie at your nearest Walmart today. That's juliecare.co to learn more. I love working with them. Um, Do you want to hear about some of the other awesome inventions? I mean, these kits are really amazing. I do. What was the, like, one that you felt like was just... How did they think of it? The the headphones. Yeah. Well, well I mean, she won though, right? She did. She. I wouldn't say that they, that it's like the one that I thought. Oh my god, how did they think of that? I think she did the best job combining, which yeah are, are the best inventions. Yeah, like where you build upon. Yes. Mm-hmm. Where she was like, wait, why don't we just use this for this? And it's so simple, and it's so easy like a lot of the things that the kids are coming up with are like biomarker detectors or things to like for early disease detection that are using other kinds of detectors like i was thinking i took a covid test the other day and i was like man this is amazing it really just swab my fucking nose and this thing is like nah, you're good yeah, I mean, not that this is the same, but you know how they have the cat litter now that when the cat pees in it, it turns a certain color if they have certain illnesses. Like the color varies. Depend- yeah. So like if your cat has like I don't know urinary tract infection. This, or this is this is smart. See, a kid probably thought of this. It was like, <laughs> yeah, why right. don't you make that turn a different color? Like that when they think of this stuff, I'm like, man, yeah, this is why I have a podcast and they, you know, are creating solve problems. A 13 year old. Uh, developed a biomarker, something that helped detect 
the gut microbiome of individuals who have autism or are more likely to have autism spectrum disorder so that you could uh, diagnose earlier. Get out of town. A 13-year-old, Susie. I cannot believe that. I know. I didn't even know that there, it wouldn't have even occurred to me that there would be a difference in the microbiome of someone on the spectrum. Yeah. That well, is that's so where a lot of, like, now studies are showing that that's where the majority of, like, serotonin is created. Mm-hmm. That it, the gut is linked to so much. So I'm sure it's connected to way more of our right. neurological, like, activity and even just like health, whatever it is, like proteins and a bunch of stuff that I don't know about, but yeah. these freaking 13 year olds do wow. where they're really listening in class. Like, I'm like, what are they teaching where this is what you're picking up? Oh my gosh. That feels miraculous. I, That's really cool. Uh, Shazana Sammy, a 13 year old in eighth grade from Iowa city, Iowa created a better, uh, air polluting or air filtration system for air pollution. She created a five-stage prototype with a like a filtration system that helps it so uh, we, you know, if we have another situation where we need masks, she's got a better and we will. filtration system for and we will. Yeah. I love it. What what do you what's your theory about why it's uh, eight of the people were girls. I love this. And yeah. none of them, or I'll, or I'll say 100% of them were, uh, do not, I, I don't even like, they come from families that aren't white. Yeah, I like that. All of them. Yeah, all of them. Holy heck. Yeah. All minority That's wonderful. families. Good and, for them. That's great. Yeah. And I, I couldn't speak to what, how, like, you know, how long their families have been here and things like that. But mm-hmm. they all, you know, like. And you think, like, maybe. Fucking crushing it. Boys are more inclined to be like, no, nah, I'm not going to do that. Or what? N- no, I want to say it's just like, because girls rule and boys rule. I mean, that's accurate. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're going to be, like, mad at me for that. No, I, I don't know. I, I, I think. <laughs> There's, I can't even speculate, but I just, I think it's really exciting that there are a lot of girls who are excited about that. I think what I do see through wonderful people like Kate, the chemist, who's come on our show before, Mm -hmm. uh, science is exciting for girls because it seems new. It seems like now I have access to this, what I could do all this Mm. and that excitement, I think maybe has created a little bit, I don't say more of a draw, but I could see if I were a little girl and you told me that I could do the fun things that kind of seem like they're for boys, but aren't only because Mm of how we live and fucking patriarchy. Uh, It would be really exciting. It would be like, Ooh, that's what I want to start to. It feels like you're, I, I mean, for the same reason I joined the firefighter explorer program because i was like i want to be the only girl how doing old this were you at stuff. that time uh i had just moved to orange county it was in mission viejo so i was like 15 i mean that's adorable and i do was you have any, very like, good at rolling the hose very fast i always won the races of why what hose. do you think it is about you i think i just was like better like i was lower to the ground like i don't know good i could squat down better mm. lower center was of it gravity. mostly boys it was all boys 
shut. Yeah. How many I mean, boys would you say? There may have been one, one girl. Mm, 10 to 15. And you were the only gal. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I tip my hat. That is really cool. Yeah. Did you feel intimidated? No, I loved it. Are you kidding me? I was, I was like super into it. When are you ever intimidated? Like, do you, do you Um, even know what that means? Yeah. You know what I'm intimidated by? Other women. Mm. I'm intimidated by women who like perform femininity and stuff. Yes. Who Mm -hmm. perform femininity because if I'm like, you guys are so pretty and I don't know how you do what you do. And it just feels like another species. Like uh, I know what you're saying. Amy Schumer has some joke from some movie where she's like, okay, I, if like those are women, like what am I? Or like, I feel like I'm a woman, but what is that? Like that. That makes sense. Cause it right. feels like even I remember my little brother had this, had a girlfriend who was like six years younger than me, but she looked like a freaking Playboy bunny. And I was yeah. like, Playboy Playmate. And I'm it's like, the worst. What? She had the big old boobs and cute ass body and like long blonde hair. And I'm just like, well, we're different. <laughs> like, we're yeah. different. <laughs> well, yeah. Cause you're a different kind of gal. Yeah. And that's fine. That's like, you know, I'm alternatively adorable. Well, I'll tell you, I feel like women in your category do much better long-term in in terms of, like, aging and stuff. Like, see also the Real Housewives (laughs) franchise. I mean, when you get a load of some of those broads, I'm like, this is not going well. Yeah, when your identity isn't wrapped up in... I'm not saying that these people are, but when your identity isn't... But um, when your identity isn't wrapped up in the externals, then you feel... Because it's like fate... It's fading and it's just bullshit anyway. Well, I mean, and you're so beautiful too. I'm, I'm yeah. just saying like when you do that whole, the, the, all the makeup and all the f- stuff, the mm-hmm. girly girl stuff mm-hmm. that it doesn't often age really well. No, it does. In fact, now I'm at the point where like it goes one of two directions. I either have to put on so much makeup. I feel like a drag queen. Yeah. Like uh, so much. Like Halloween. Great, looked awesome, but I was wearing a ton of makeup or none at all, like just almost nothing because, yeah. like, just a little bit, I feel like a clown. Like, I feel like I totally look ridiculous. I know what, you what mean. is that? I can't stop, but I know what you mean. What is I, that? I even thought I need to tell the brainiacs who I met in Chicago that, like, I was wearing stage makeup, like, I don't normally wear a an inch. Of foundation, like I, I love makeup. Told them I should put on more makeup first. <laughs> <laughs> Stop! I just thought, oh my gosh, what if they think I do this all the time? But it was specifically for stage lights, so yeah, you know, whatever. I'll tell you what else is helpful if you do want to look your best, and that is Nutrafol. Oh, definitely. As you may have heard, I had yes. a freak hair incident in the year of our Lord twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. And half of my hair came out because of a botched bleach job. It made me very compassionate towards all the women who have like, you know, when after you have a baby or like when your hormones change at different stages of your life or even like during the pandemic, a lot of people have mm-hmm. hair, hair thinning oh, and it yes. is so scary sometimes and it makes you feel like what is happening? Like you have no control. And so what I really like about Nutrafol 
is it gives you back some of that. It makes you feel like, okay, calm down. There's some stuff you can do to facilitate, you know, better hair growth and, and, and hair health. And so I love taking them. I find them very effective. I'm so like, see, look how long this piece is getting. Oh right? yeah. That's way longer than before. Way longer. I watch it every it's, month. Yes. And it's like, it's never fast enough. Believe me. I want it like right all back right this second. But any little oh, bit is man. so helpful, and I really enjoyed using Nutrafol and finding it very effective. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support our show by going to Nutrafol.com and entering promo code BRAINCANDY to save $15 off your first month subscription. This is their best offer anywhere, and it's only available to U.S. customers for a limited time. So it's Nutrafol.com. Enter promo code BRAINCANDY. Wait. Oh, I also should say, plus free shipping on every order. Get food. Okay, I said all that. Let me spell it out. N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code BRAINCANDY. It's great. You'll love it. Okay. I have a lot of friends who have had babies who yeah. love this. This is like, you know. It's the go-to. Yeah. I tried to yeah. send it to one friend. She was like, already got it. <laughs> For real? Yeah. because <laughs> yeah, it, it's effective and it feels like, okay, got to get my hair back here, people. Yes. Um. Okay. Yeah. Uh, this, I wasn't going to bring this up, but it was funny because in doing my research for this episode and like looking at, oh, what do I want to talk about? I saw this story come up in like three different publications, like newspapers mm. or news sources. Then I also heard them talk about it on, wait, wait, don't tell me. And I'm like, why is this news? This is the dumbest thing I ever heard in my whole life. Okay. This man from, I don't know, wherever the fuck he lives, somewhere in America, uh, ate a rotisserie chur- turkey, oh, a, yes. a rotisserie chicken every day. See, you even yes. know. Why is this in the fucking news? A rotisserie tur- chicken every day for 40 days. Yeah. Susie. Yeah. Why is this? In, wh- what, are we, what, are we, what are we impressed by here? Why are we talking that about is- this? Can somebody explain this to me? Why they felt it newsworthy? It's not hard. I got one the other night. I love it. That's why you think it's not newsworthy because you're like, who hasn't done it? It's, it's either gross, weird, or hard. So on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, they didn't say like, and here's why you should care? No. Uh-huh. They were just like, oh, I feel like I think some of the jokes were like every single dad can do this like like i know a lot of single dads who are like are already having this contest and like already so i'm like what's i feel like some maybe some people were as confused as i am but i don't understand this was not on my list of things to talk about but now i have to talk about it because so many other people are yeah two things about it i found interesting number one (laughs) it was supposed to be 30 days but this is an actual yeah Thing? He committed to 30 days and then he felt like that wasn't hard enough when he got to 30 and he was like, I got to do 10 more. What is he eating the, all the bones too? <laughs> Why is this a challenge? Then the second thing I thought was interesting was what he said he was craving to eat after it was over. Oh. And it, it's how I feel every challenge. I always have a, one food that I want more than anything. Do salad. you have one? Mm-mm, no. Not salad, but that's um, a good answer. I don't know why. No, I don't know. It's it always be... sushi for me. Oh, sushi. And that's what he said. He couldn't wait to have sushi, which you'd think he'd want to lay off protein a little bit and like yeah, get greens like, like you said. The, uh, the opposite 
yeah, side right. of the spectrum. Like, yes. I have this thing that's been slow cooked, and now I want something that's been no cooked. Yeah, okay. I get that. But you're right, though. Little greens couldn't hurt. Yeah. I can't yeah. imagine his digestive tract is going. But why? I think that seems fine. I really don't understand the problem. Aren't they like three pounds or something? How big are these things? Like, if you had that breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and you broke a chicken up, you're talking... A half a chicken is like a normal order at a, re- at a restaurant, right? He was like eating it chicken? in one sitting, number That's one. That's disgusting. <laughs> like he wasn't portioning it. Like there are it. certain things that, that would that make me disgusted about this story. Yeah. Like remember the guy who ate macaroni and cheese for like his whole fucking life? And the thing that I was upset about was not the fact that he was eating it, but he was eating it with this wooden spoon right yes. out of the pot. And I'm like, no, no, <laughs> disgusting. You You're an animal. So like yeah. if this guy were eating it straight out of that plastic container or like bleh, drinking the juice or something like that, we have a problem, sir. Okay. Okay. But it like, was one I, sitting. And then I felt like shame because this is what I ate for dinner last night. A whole one? Not a whole one, Susie. I'm not an animal. Well, that's what he's doing. <laughs> a whole one every day. No, but I, if I, if I were... Even like you could, yeah, 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 yeah. Like I could very easily put down a. Is that gross? Oh no, I don't think so. I'm just trying to think because it also said that he that would was usually his only meal of the day, and I think it said he lost like 18 pounds. So you know this is going to become like a diet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was watching uh, the latest season of Alone that's available on Netflix. It's good, right? It's so good. It's always yeah. so good, mm-hmm. and. I'm always so surprised. It's kind of like Jordan from, I can't remember what season, season six or something, where he shot a moose and had moose the whole time, still almost starved because he didn't have enough fat. Like you have to have, yeah, the, you have to have the balance of stuff. And mm-hmm. I think if you eat one of anything, you might like lose weight in weird ways or I don't know. I do want to know why the plural of moose is not meese. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> That's not or anywhere near what I think you would consider. Okay, wait. Wait a sec. Moose is just moose. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mice, mouse no. is mice. Yeah, but okay, goose. Okay, so moose should be moose. Goose is geese. <laughs> moose should be geese. It should. <laughs> Oh my god, that is so fucking funny, Susie. It's just true. I'm not trying to be funny. I want that on a Christmas card. I don't know how to turn it into a Christmas card or what that would be, but or tweet that somewhere. You were talking about your viral tweets. Oh this is god. one of them. <laughs> okay, I'll think about it. This is so good. Well, if anyone knows the answer, though, let me know because it does bother me. I dated no. a boy in high school named Tom Meese, and I always stop would think about that. Yeah, that that is the plural. That's really funny. Um, okay, okay. Anyway, sorry. Well, that's hilarious. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.
Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So what are some things that I actually want to talk to you about today? Okay, we talked about some science. Talk- oh, uh, I saw this interesting article. It was an argument that was made. It, I think it was in scientific american i saw this but it was an argument that was being made by these two uh psychologists who were uh putting together or looking at like past data on something that they're coining persuasion fatigue and they are putting forth this idea that we have a limited amount of energy to persuade somebody into believing something that we believe. And even the act of doing so makes us so fatigued that there are consequences, even with it, you're nodding your head like, yeah, I totally, yeah. this is interesting <laughs> because I, in, in like, I was like, does that already exist? And I looked it up and it doesn't. Like they're, they're like research, putting together research to then publish an article on like coining this term. Yeah. And when I read it, I was like, Susie here nodding her head along. Like, yes, I feel like I have, Anybody who sat through a Thanksgiving dinner with their family Uh, who might have a different opinion than they do has probably Mm -hmm. experienced this persuasion fatigue. Yeah. I felt it so much over the last, say, five or six years because of um, the during the Trump presidency, it started to feel like our foundation of like things we all just accept, like two plus two equals four, had deteriorated and that a lot of things that. I thought we all agreed on then became up for debate. Yep. And, and I, it, I, it's mm-hmm. exhausting. Sorry. It is super, super exhausting. You're exactly right. And it becomes more exhausting. The more polarizing the views are because you are trying, it becomes overwhelming in your mind to think right. of how much it would take to actually convince this person of what you believe. And, that is a daunt, like the mind becomes overwhelmed with that idea and it starts to, and as we know, like we've talked about this on the show a whole bunch, what happens to our brain when we're in a state of like fight or flight or how our IQ changes Mm. when we become more, um, like, I don't know, engaged or in more, uh, on alert or more activated like that. And, it works against us in the fight. And that in and of itself 
becomes frustrating. Like our mind recognizes that it can't get the points together in the same way it could in the beginning of the conversation. So then it starts to panic because it feels like, well, this is what I've set out to do. It's like convince this person of this other thing. And now I can't do it. And then I go into panic more. And it's just this self, like, like, what do you call it? Like perpetuating. Yes. Self-perpetuating. Yeah. I feel like it's you and Adam in every argument you've ever been in. Because like, you guys, I was like, yes, yes, article, I relate. <laughs> you guys think differently, which comes in handy in so many ways, but probably not during a fight where you have to be kind of methodical about recall and presenting oh, information. Absolutely. I didn't even, it didn't even talk about that in there. Take that into consideration. I wonder. Well, because that's what a fight is, right? You're trying to persuade someone that they're yes. wrong. Yes. That's exactly, that's exactly what it is. And it, it, the article gave little hints or little tips on how to oh, persuade yeah, somebody me. if you want them to change their mind. What and you they got? Said Anything? One of the, one of the things that, that I feel like is the most helpful is it's kind of like that. What I was saying before is when the ideas are very, very different, it can be hard to persuade somebody uh, if there's a lot of room mm-hmm. for them to go. Yeah. So rather than doing that, like the example that they gave was like, say you are trying to tell your family why they need to be vaccinated. That just saying you need to be vaccinated against COVID probably won't do the trick. But if you talk about things that are more uh, like baby steps that they can get on board with, like the history of vaccines in the world without the world. discussing your major points. Uh-huh. So ba- you're, you're like baby stepping them along the way. Like if they can, okay, so you can agree to this idea and then almost help them, it helps them come to mm-hmm. the Well, and if, if you were on the other side, maybe it would, if someone wanted to convince me vaccines were bad, yeah. maybe yeah. they could say, you know, here's some data that shows like some real bad side effects or yeah. whatever um, without actually saying, don't do that. Yeah. Little pieces along the way. Yeah. That's but interesting. I thought that was really interesting. And it was brand new. Like it's a brand new, I think we're going to hear more about this. You yeah. Know, it's like I a think new so. Because I think a lot of people are suffering from it. Yeah, and I think a lot of these things are co- are coming from, I don't know, the aftermath of, of the last few years and everything. Mm-hmm. Like we've, the other term that I heard and that I had never heard before the pandemic was anticipatory grief of grieving something that is yet to in come, the something in the future, yeah. that that was something that we all collectively felt that, you know, there's so much. Um, that we, we would have done, but now we won't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, One thing I think, though, that everybody also is struggling with is how, you know, times are tough and you might need someone to talk to. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Holidays can really do it for people. It is really hard around the holidays. You are not alone in those feelings. And don't worry, there are people you can talk to. Yeah, BetterHelp offers, um, you know, a whole bunch of therapists that you can choose from that have different specializations and stuff. So you can meet with them from the comfort of your own home, wherever you may be, um, because it's all online. 
And like, you know, life's tough. So don't you want to talk to somebody? Yes, definitely. Like, get a load off. Um, we've been having great luck with ours, Sarah and I, and uh, it just feels good to not feel alone. And I know a lot of people are stressed. And like Sarah said, the holidays do not often help with that. Nope. Um, as the world's largest therapy service, BetterHelp has matched 3 million people with professionally licensed and vetted therapists available 100% online. Plus, it's affordable. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a therapist. If things aren't clicking, you can easily switch to a new therapist anytime. Couldn't be simpler. No waiting rooms, no traffic, no endless searching for the right therapist. Learn more and save 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash brain candy. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash brain candy. Uh, you want to hear some really uh, inspiring news for people who are have trouble making decisions? Yeah. Well, don't you worry. Indec- indecisiveness or not being able to come up with a decision actually can make you smarter in some ways. Can make you smarter. Yes. Okay. So, like, we kind of think when somebody can't make a decision, or at least I feel, mm-hmm. like it's... I even heard this term, like, decision paralysis. Like, you like don't know what to do one way or the other. And it's kind of been looked at a, as a really negative thing. And there's even a, a test called the Frost Indecis- Indecisiveness Scale that asks a lot of these questions like... Um, my thought that it was like one of those one to five scales where you either like strongly disagree or strongly agree, you know, and then there'll be like a neutral in the middle. Yeah. And it'll ask a question like, my thoughts are often contradictory or I feel torn between two sides of an issue. Hmm. And it's very like black or white, kind of like sometimes when I think about a topic, it almost feels like I'm physically switching from side to side, that kind of like indecisiveness. Mm -hmm. And it's specifically looking at the thoughts and feelings underlying someone's judgment and decision making or lack thereof. And so we kind of have always thought about indecisiveness as a not good thing. Usually it's linked to perfectionism. But this recent study, these people were looking at maybe we're asking the wrong questions. Maybe we're looking, and this is so like needs to be done with every single freaking scale that we like use to test anything. Like the way that we ask the questions change so um, much. That's true. On about whether or not we you know, like how we answer the question or like what the conclusions can will even be. That's true so in a lot of like data collection. It, yes. They really have to be intentional with how, the, the wording of each question that they ask people. Yes. Yeah, so they looked, so instead of giving like this black or white answer, they looked at more like scenarios that would lead people to maybe go back and forth and look at something, somebody's... Um, Like, what was one of the examples they gave? They didn't want it to be like oversimplified thinking where you're just like, "Mm, do I want to do this or do I not want to do this? They looked at somebody's struggle to make a decision and asked, why would somebody struggle to make a decision? Hmm. What kind of things are they considering while they struggle to make that decision? Um, So they would ask questions that got to more of like specific answers. Uh, Hmm. Let me give you an example here. So they 
it, they wanted to give a, a scenario. So the scenario would be like, you meet a person and you need to find out whether he or she is an introvert or an extrovert. You guess that the person is an extrovert. Which of the following two questions would you ask? Would you ask, do you like spending time at alone or do you like going to parties? The second one, I guess. Do you like going to parties? So this is, this is really interesting. Many people pick the second question, which is a sign of confirmation bias. Mm-hmm. You're only looking for the information that agrees with your assumption. Most people choose that one. Do you like going to parties? You're, you guess that the person is an introvert. That's given to you in this scenario. So you ask a question that would confirm this. Do you like going to parties? Yes, you're an extrovert. Uh, so when you look at people who have what they call, instead of indecisiveness, they call it trait ambivalence. Trait ambivalence is the people or are the people, the people who have trait ambivalence are the people who kind of sit back and go, mm, maybe there's more information that I need. And they've kind of gotten this bad rap or they've been this like, I don't know, group of individuals who are the deep thinkers who get put in this category of like, oh, you're just indecisive. And they're really the ones who are less likely to fall for confirmation bias, more likely to come up with a unique answer to a situation. And it's just like a nice, fun way to think about your indecisiveness instead of as a thing that hinders you as something that could be a good thing. Well, so like whenever we've had to take, you know, those personality tests, a lot of people have taken them for various reasons. And do you ever find yourself thinking in your head, well, it depends, like whenever you read the question. And yes, I I assume that's sort of what you are describing. Absolutely. Like when I think about how words can make a difference, the, the thing that's getting me is that it says indecisiveness can make you smarter. Does that mean you're, you might be smarter and that's mm-hmm. why you're indecisive or being indecisive actually makes you a, like increases your smartness. You see what I mean? Yeah. The word make feels weird to me. Okay. So like it means you're smarter. We can that's say, a different thing. It says that this cre- well, having this kind of trait assumption or is that the word I said? Trait assumption. Ambivalence, trait ambivalence. Uh makes it so people are less prone to correspondence bias, which is the tendency to ignore the context of someone's behavior and instead attribute any failures and successes directly to the person themselves. Uh, It also has the, like we were just saying that whatever you've experienced bias of like the, the confirmation bias, like you're looking for information that agrees with your own assumptions. So I wonder if you had that from the get-go, if it would make you question more things that would make you go, hmm, what else could you do? Yeah. It would make you, it would lead you to be more curious. And I think if you are a more curious person, you are probably smarter. Yeah, I agree. I think that they should change that word then in the title to, to, instead of make, it should say mean, like means you're smarter. Yes. Rather than... Uh, it, it like makes increases, yeah. Because I wonder, but 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 what if you all of a sudden decided to be more indecisive about things? Not indecisive, yeah, but have that that trait, whatever the fuck that word is that I can never remember. Trait 
Ambivalence. Ambivalence. I keep saying the wrong word. Freight ambivalence. Yeah. If you decided to be a little more like that. On purpose. On purpose. Then you'd get smarter. You'd probably get smarter. Okay. I like that then. Okay. That's good. Yeah. I do understand that though, because I often think about that with us, that sometimes being open-minded can like (laughs) open you up to all kinds of problems. Like on uh, things we got wrong, I said to Sarah, I feel like I have two people inside of me. Like one can be real mean and sassy and rude. And then the other one's like, oh, but I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or whatever. And that's good. That's, that's that kind of, I feel like uh, a little bit of both, you know, like we can have a little bit of that indecisiveness or like. And like, I know for sure you, that's exactly, you're so open-minded that like, if somebody makes a compelling argument, you're like, okay, yeah. But then if the opposing point of view did it, you'd be like, I see that too. Which is good and bad, I guess. (laughs) I'll be ambivalent about that too. The, at the end of the day, it's, it's, I don't know if it's necessarily implied, but it's, it's the hope that being more considerate or taking time to kind of think of different options or possibilities would lead you to make a wiser decision. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that is what, the when you combine the different studies that they show that that hesitation often leads to making a wiser decision. Yeah. Okay. Like In that. every fucking situation, now that I think about this, except uh, uh, multiple choice tests when we were in school. Remember how they say always go, go with, with your, your first. Gut. Ah. So that that is. <coughs> yeah, because you can like talk up. yourself out of it. Yeah. Yeah. But m- maybe. Mm. We're talking yeah. ourselves out of everything. I know. Right I am right now. I'm like, well, no, is on it the even other a good hand, idea? What does medium.com really know? <laughs> <laughs> Let's wind it down, Sarah. Oh, I like, want to say one more story. One more story. Oh, I have okay, to get yeah. in here. I'll forget it. And I definitely will forget next week. And it's super quick. And we have Do to talk it. about it. Mermaids it. saved a diver. Oh, Lord. Off the coast of California. You do this on purpose. I know. What are you talking about? But not real mermaids, but sort of real mermaids. So there were these divers that were these women who were practicing for, um, you know, to do those shows where like they get in the mermaid costumes and they go under and they like do their little show thing. And so they were doing some safety training on like what to do if there were an emergency underwater. And at the site, they were out in... uh, like kind of near like Southern California, like Orange County area. Hmm. And they were in a popular dive spot and there were three divers who were veteran divers out diving. One of them had some sort of accident with his dive stuff. I don't know what, what happened, Uh, but he started (laughs) drowning underwater and the mermaid mermaids, as they were practicing, caught glimpse of the guy who in his mask was foaming like had foam in his mask which they the the one woman who saved him said that is a sure sign that somebody is asphyxiated like dying like uh, uh, drowning while they're diving so she took off his mask gave him in the water cpr saved his life and all the three mermaids came and the guys like talking about this story were like See, this is what they should have been talking about on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. They missed the freaking mermaid story. They said, we're talking about fucking 40 chicken guy. That is so true. See, this is the real stuff. That is the good. This is the good stuff. So 
that so they all swim and like the guys who were diving were like next thing you know there are like a team of mermaids around us who are swimming and there's like somebody caught a photo of it but no isn't it amazing i totally thought about (laughs) that scene from hook when he falls into the water and the mermaids like give him mouth to mouth and save his life i'm like that totally happened and the guy was like yeah it was awesome i love when they kiss me underwater (laughs) and he's like uh he's got an accent he's like from like cuba or something like that i don't know where he's from but he's like totally got the accent that makes it even better like this guy is the man I don't understand. It was a good story. How they do CPR underwater? That is, like, like you plug the nose, yeah, and then you breathe air in to get, yeah, the lungs inflated. I guess and that's then incredible. It, and they saved him. Wow! And they, she was like, "This it was so crazy that he needed the exact stuff we were training at that moment for. Like we were. This is what we were." Learning and the guys were veteran divers. They had been doing this for years. They noticed something was wrong and they couldn't get their friend to safety. And so, saved by mermaids. Wow, that is really funny. Were they actually in like right. their mermaid tails and yep. stuff? That full is great. costume, full tails and everything. Jesus, he's That's like wild. Could you he imagine? He must have thought he was dead. He must. have. He's like, yeah. well, this is what heaven's like, and yeah, heaven is awesome. Pretty great. <laughs> Turns out, real life. So Good one. Shout out to those ladies. Yeah, good I had to job, throw that Sarah. in there. Yeah, you like, did. I got to make right sure thing. you get the mermaid story. So good. Wow. Well, if you uh, need a recall here, or like a, what do you call that? Like a roundup. We talked yeah. about um, the implosion of Twitter. Yes. Happening in real time. Yes. Um, Nick Cannon's uh, fertility. Um, what else did we talk about? Oh, oh the, the gals Trait who were ambivalence. Like in- which may help you in the long run. So if you feel indecisive, yeah. don't worry. You just say, no, I'm not indecisive. I just have trade ambivalence. Remember when I had tr- trade ambivalence about whether I should call 911? <laughs> I was like, Adam, yeah, should I do always it? always call 911. Except yeah. if it's like nothing and then don't. Right. I know. So, that's the thing. You don't want to be like a hysterical woman and then I be like, know. oh, geez, this lady. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. Uh, but... Also, amazing girls inventing awesome things, and I don't know how they do it. It's incredible. Blue light headphones. Blue light headphones. Man, so good. Good job. We're going to see these on every, uh, uh, what do you call those? Baby registry. Yeah, right. Do you imagine? For real. You just put on headphones and it gets rid of your kid's ear infection. Yeah, because I had to wear tubes, you know? Like when you get too many ear infections, you get a tube put in there. Yeah, who had to do that? My pediatrician or whatever had to put tubes in my ears. In your ears you had yeah. to have them? Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. That's why part of why I got my tonsils taken out because they were all connected. See? And it was ear inf- Yeah, it's real bad. We could have just gotten headphones. I know. Who knew? Well, yeah. Well, now 3M and this gal does and now they're working on the patent for it. So. She's awesome. So and cool. you guys are all awesome because you keep buying our merch and it's so great for the holidays. Oh, Check it out. I wanted to say... Did you know that if you're like, oh, I want an ornament, but I want to be able to have like a fun brain candy thing to stare at year round. Guess what? There's a magnet on the back and they're magnetic. I did uh-huh. not know that. I have it clipped to my mic stand right now, Suze. It's an ornament slash magnet? Yeah, look, look. What? Magnetic. <gasps> wow. Put on that side. Okay, well, go. now you really need to buy them, you guys. Thank you it's to everybody. It's a freaking magnet. 
That is really cool. You got to right? get one. We got to all have one. And check out our Patreon if you want more content about reality TV and uh, all that jazz. See you next time. Bye. Bye.